1: Rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps.
0: Uh, um, yeah. What's <laughs> what's what's new, uh, <laughs> Bitch Talkers? It's twenty twenty two. So they say. Um, I don't know about y'all, but it's been a real hard entry. Well, actually, I do know about y'all. I know about one person on this Zoom in particular that's had a hard entry into 2022. Um, but I, I think there wasn't one day last week that I was crying for just like whatever, (laughs) whatever reason. (laughs) Anybody else?
1: What is your average?
0: I just thought the new year was, you know.
1: You really were. I was telling her really- <laughs> because we had a we had a three way text thread. Yes, Aaron texts this. What did you say? Something like twenty twenty two is going to be chef's, chef's kiss, kiss. Yeah. <laughs> with an asterisks. And I was in the thick of like everything hecticness, and I was like, oh, that's cute. But you know what? I'm really happy that you, like I said, I'm very happy that you were being positive and, and upbeat. You know, and uh. Trying to manifest happiness. That's nice. Because normally, you know, we, we jokingly call you Eeyore. So I was happy that you were in a good headspace. So I didn't respond. I was just like, okay, well, I'm glad you think that. I'll try to get on your page.
2: <laughs> well, I was faking it. I'm just yeah, trying well, to manifest it. Serious. <laughs> yeah, that was uh well, that was the 31st. Betty White had just died and
0: <laughs> Thanks, Shar. Just mm-hmm. can you put in Debbie Downer music throughout this whole entire episode because i think it's gonna be a lot of debbie (laughs) down
2: well on our on our text thread um what else happened it was oh i mean i will two or three things happened on that like no but like at the end of the year where you guys were just like i'm going to bed See you guys later. see in
0: 2023 Mm -hmm. yeah uh well actually i'll give you a a, an up first because i didn't tell either i didn't really tell anyone but on Christmas Eve, uh, my my newly husband, Id, and I, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, my husband and I took a little walk Christmas Eve in the neighborhood, and uh, there was this guy, we're walking into the Presidio, there's this guy with two big old white dogs, really pretty. And <clears> then <throat> I I look up and I look at Jeff, I'm like, that's Steve Kerr. <laughs> what? <called> Steve <laughs> Kerr. <sighs> yeah, I mean he lives over here. So you yell at him? Well, no, because I didn't want to be a creep. So Jeff's like, what? And I was like, it's hot dad, it's hot dad. Dad goals, dad goals. Like, that's all like our neighbors and I call him. <laughs> it's hot dad at dad goals. <laughs> but he was super nice. I didn't say anything to him. I just like pet, I petted one of his dogs and kind of played. And he was just on his merry way and had his earbuds in, but very nice,
2: very <gasps> nice interaction. Oh. So yeah. Wow. It's like you want to be on Bitch Talk in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> you have a you have a knack for running into coaches. Like, yeah, the great coaches in <laughs> the Bay Area. It's so true. Didn't you like run into um, Bochi at one point or something? Mm,
0: that was a long time ago, in a, uh, in a in a galaxy far, far away. But yeah, I did run into Bochy. I'll, we'll talk about that off mic.
1: <laughs> oh, it's an off mic story. Nice, a mm, little bit.
0: But it was cool. He was
1: very nice, and it was like,
0: "Look, Steve Kerr's just like you." Anyways,
1: <laughs> I need to start uh, filtering off Mike stories and on Mike stories. I never think before I speak.
2: Well, well, is there when, anything that you?
0: When we go back to that story, off Mike, you'll know why.
2: <laughs> and well, usually you, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I guess you don't, because then you'll. Come to us later and go. Oh, that needs to go. Yeah, I'm all,
1: uh
0: oh, who? And or me? Yeah,
2: and. Yeah, that's He's, true. Yeah,
1: I think that's happened like maybe twice in all right. these years.
2: Sure. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Sure. Or yeah, or maybe it's us just opening our mouth and you go. You can't talk about that. Right. Sure, take that out. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's you guys out. being stupid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. That happens more often. I'm like, Shar, okay. you're cutting that.
2: <laughs> and then yeah. I'll depending, I'll leave it or not. Uh, anyway, moving uh, yeah, anyway, moving
0: on moving on. How is every I'm rewinding then? How is how is everyone's
1: Christmas? I
0: know angie <laughs> <laughs> sacked out early.
1: <laughs> yeah, I we actually had a really fun Christmas. It was our first real Christmas without my dad, but we um also, we're weary of getting together because there was someone who made, was in contact with someone with COVID. So it was just all that shit. And then it was like, should we still do it? You know, the questions that everybody, every family is asking. But anyway, we decided to do it. But it was just, you know, my family and uh, we had a lot of fun. I made jello shots. I, my <laughs> downfall was I had all the alcohol. Like I was drinking whiskey regularly. And then I was having Jello shots with vodka. And then when my nephew came, my nephew that lives up in the Bay Area, when when he arrived, he was drinking Mezcal. So I started taking shots of Mezcal. Oh, God. And. So, yeah, I was the one that passed out early this year. It's so embarrassing. It's never been me. (laughs) And they took a family photo with me, passed out. And the next day, my sister was like, oh, that's too bad. You weren't awake for the family photo. And I was like, oh, you took one without me. And she's like, no, you're still in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, OK. So, yeah, it was fun. What about you, Char?
2: It's pretty Do you even remember what Christmas. Yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, I, uh, well, you guys talking about Christmas. I was like, "When was the last time I saw you guys? And it was that Tuesday before, right? Yeah, the 23rd. Mm-hmm. And then
1: um, or the 22nd. Yeah.
2: And then it was just us kind of texting. So I'm like, "Wow, it feels that feels like a lifetime ago." Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was pretty mellow. I mean, everything was somewhat mellow, you know, in general. We went I went to mass with my grandma and my brother, and then went to a family gathering of like I don't know six people or something. And then that's it. Just chilled out. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Nobody raged. New Year's. (laughs) New Year's. I did go to Reno, though, for New Year's. And that was it. I assumed from that photo. It
1: looked like, yeah, I was like, oh, she's at a free Reno party. Yeah. (laughs) I looked at Jeff. I'm like,
2: I'm pretty sure she's in Reno, right? (laughs) Well, you know, what was funny is they had sent me an invite. They said, like, oh, here's New Year's, whatever. And then i had called to make the reservation. And, you know, my old guy isn't there anymore so i had to go look for you know i have a different person and um when i uh messaged uh her to give me tickets to this thing they're like oh it was sold out a long time ago so we don't have any more tickets and i was like oh, okay see you later never mind and then she's like oh no but if you want to come we'll still give you a free hotel and we'll give you 400 dollars in free credit to <laughs> the steakhouse and I was like, oh, okay, that's even better because I don't want to be in that big ballroom with all those people. Nope. And then I guess a bunch of people canceled and they like reneged the $400 gift card. And oh. they're like, oh, we got you tickets to the party. We got you tickets to the party after all. And I was like, I kind of wanted to just eat at the steakhouse on my <laughs> own. <menu." laughs> right. But I mean, like it was cool because it was, cool it was uh, you know, they kept it low key than they normally do so it was it's nice little you know five or six course meal and then i was like all right i gotta go i'll not be here anymore and then i like went up to my room waited till like three o'clock in the morning when all the drunkards were gone and then i went downstairs and played (laughs) of course damn hardcore was it quiet when you went down? Because everyone kinda, kind of kind of, yeah, like it, like it filtered out about probably around four, is when all the people geez. like went away, but like, yeah, like, at, but like during the peak times, I'm like, I'm just going to stay in i I'm just stay up in my room. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be around all these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We had um, friends of ours who ended up in Vegas for two nights because this is whole thing, but like family was going to be out there and they hadn't seen their family for a minute. And they're like, we'll meet up, we'll meet at Caesars, whatever, and made those plans kind of early on and not knowing about Omicron just yet. Mm-hmm. And so the, and their family was coming out from the East coast. So it's like kind of a big production, right? So they end up at, uh, Caesars and then we get a text like, uh, we're at Caesars, we're checking in and we're not coming out of our room. <laughs> So it was a shit show and they did, uh, most of their eating, if not all of it in their room, like they come get yeah. food and bring it in their room. And then they did a lot of stuff that was just outside. Like, I don't know, red rock, um, national park outside of Vegas. And like, like we're not hanging out in the casinos. Sorry, not with all the folks, but, um, Yeah. And also, you know, around New Year's, it's hard to cancel shit because you're going to lose a shit ton of money. So it's like, what
2: are yeah. you going to do?
0: But um, I didn't tell you. I did sort of tell you guys about New Year's Eve. And I'll try and, and speed this up for the listening audience. But uh, we had gone down to Joshua Tree to meet our friends that were in Vegas. Um, they they rented an a Airbnb for like three nights, I think, down there. Um, and it was pretty cheap when she booked it. So we're like, oh yeah, we'll go. Um, and it was a house with the casita in the back. So like we could separate out a little bit and blah, blah, blah. And we were downtown Joshua tree. And, uh, we hadn't been to Joshua tree since the summer. And so we're like, oh, we'll go in the winter when it's a little more, when it's cooler. Um, and it was great. It's beautiful. Again, the trees are super happy down there. They're just like rain and so happy with the weather. And um, and it was just beautiful, but it was hella cold. So we only got out once because it was so cold down there, <laughs> cold and windy. Um, but it was beautiful. We tried to go to this place, if anyone knows it, that's listening called Pappy and Harriet's. Uh, it's about 20-ish minutes outside of Joshua Tree on its own. It's basically like an old timey saloon, like perfect for bitch talk. But it's mm-hmm. also a music venue and huge acts stop through there. Huge. And it's a very small venue. Like, I feel like they said the Stones played there once. Um, there's a lot of bands uh, that c- go through there and then come up to San Francisco right after or go to uh, L.A. right after. But it's a cool spot. So we're like, oh, this is our time to go because last year in 2020, no, we weren't going to go there. So, um, and I don't think they were open. So we tried to go up there and we got there, um, and they didn't have their outdoor open to eat or drink. Um, but they're like, Oh, you guys can eat inside, but it's going to be a two hour wait. This is like early midday. And we're like, "Mm, no. And we just looked in and we're like, "Mm, it's too crowded. (laughs) I'm not, I got to wait two hours in a crowded saloon. Um, maybe next time, Pappy and Harriet's. but on New Year's Eve day, me, Jeff and our friend walked down to, uh, like downtown Joshua tree, which is literally like two or three blocks for, I don't know. It's not huge. And we're getting coffee and breakfast and whatever. Um, but our friend's dog, of course, (laughs) took a shit right in the middle of the sidewalk, of course. And we didn't have any bags for him. So <laughs> uh, of course. Right. So we're looking for a bag and I find this like plastic bag, um, kind of in a gutter, quote unquote, in Joshua tree. And I pick it up like, seriously, I'm like, it's, it's still COVID. I don't want to touch this thing, but I'm like, will this work to like pick up the dog shit. And our friend was like, Oh, I found something else that's cool. So I have this plastic bag, and I'm like, I really don't want to carry this around. And there's no garbage cans around, and I'm about to go to this small cafe that I haven't been into. And I wasn't going to be like, Hey guys, can you throw this out? So I just put it back where I found it. While well, I walk, and this guy, yeah, laugh. I mean, Ange, this guy is on his cell phone in, in his Westphalia van. Everyone knows what that is like from the 80s camping van. And uh, he's like, hey, I think you dropped something back there. And I'm like, all right, Karen. But the male version, I was like, I don't have time to tell him the whole story. Right. <laughs> dog shit. And I'm just trying to find something. And this was already in the gutter. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, it was." I said something like it was already in the gutter. I just put it back down or something like that. And he's still on his phone. So I get in the line to go into the cafe and the cafe is being, it's very small. And they're like one person in with, with a mask on or a group of people from the same household can come in. I was like, cool, I'm down with this. So I go in and, um, the same guy comes in behind me and there's one other person behind me. Who's not a part of my group, by the way. And he's like, I'm paraphrasing because I kind of blacked out. Oh, yeah, he came in without his mask on, still on his cell phone, and was like, You don't treat our neighborhood like this. Do you guys have a garbage can in here? And like, aggro. Whoa, I am like shaking a little bit. And unfortunately, my fiance, or fiance, it's not my fiance, my husband, Jeff, wandered across the street, of course, so didn't see <laughs> any of this. Our friend didn't really know it was happening. And plus, they weren't in the cafe with me. So he's aggroing on my ass in front of everyone throwing away the plastic bag, which never was mine in the first place. So I turn around. I'm like the first thing I could think of. So he came in without a mask. I'm like, if you give a shit about your community, where's your fucking mask? <laughs> <laughs> like and i'm like Ooh. <laughs> like
1: like fucking busting out of my shirt like oh, god, oh my I'm god wow i could feel the tension of this dude
0: <laughs> i was like and then he didn't notice it's like, oh, still on his cell phone i'm like this guy and can't like so that was it But so that was my um that and was
1: then he my- just left
0: yes yeah, so and went back to his westphalia probably to go camp in joshua tree Leave no, wow. tra- leave no trace behind. So that kind of like set off my New Year's Eve. And I was like, I'm good. So then I look at the guy behind the counter. And he's like, really nice. I am sh- I think he might have been a very sweet, gay, young man. And he looks at me and he's like, I, I think you need coffee. And I'm like shaking. And I'm like, <laughs> uh. And then tears are coming to my eyes. And I'm like, oh, uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> falling apart oh my in God. front of this
0: guy. <gasps> oh. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I wasn't ready for that. And he's like, oh, I'm always ready for that. You should be here when there's a farmer's market. I'm like, what <laughs> is wrong with you here? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't want to be down here. So.
1: Wow. Joshua Tree Farmer's Market is Dude, a ha- scary place to be. People these days. are angry.
0: <laughs> it's a confusing place, Joshua Tree, I would say. I think the the locals hate the tourists, which I totally get. I mean,
1: yeah, it sounds like it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. you don't treat our community, but look, I mean, the sentiment, sure. I understand, but it's Me just too. so much deeper than the situation. And, you know, maybe that is uh, a good story for us to. or Char probably doesn't do this, but you know, Aaron and I like to not make assumptions uh, because a hundred, it's not a hundred percent of the time what you think it is. And I actually, that segues into the story that I was going to tell about today. Um, it was at the end of your Karen story.
0: I just want to say thank you for saying that because the whole after that happened, and I was like, I came out of the cafe, and of course, no one in back of me fucking (laughs) even spoke up. Those fucking bitches, Mm -hmm. and no one said anything. So I went out, and I'm just like, (laughs) I'm a mess, and I'm like, I have to find. I really have to find like what the lesson is here. I have to find it, and that was my lesson, Ange. I was like, you know what? You don't know anyone's story. I don't care what you think. Like Mm -hmm. he had no idea. I just picked up that. (laughs) <laughs> terrible plastic bag to pick up dog shit off of his community's sidewalk. Yeah, but I didn't know that. And I also wasn't going to go into a cafe with a gross garbage bag and not not know the people and be like, "Can you throw in the sound for me?" Like,
1: well, and, and it- in both <laughs> scenarios, him from the car and him in the cafe, you weren't going to explain the whole story in that moment. My friend's dog poop. Yeah, they found something else, so then I put it down. You right. know. Right. You're not going to like, I just had no say, like, yeah. oh. so,
0: yes. So that was a lesson. Like mm-hmm. you don't know everyone's story.
1: Mm-hmm. Got to relax. Because relax. in all honesty, the sentiment I yes, agree with, and I, I recently too, saw someone in like a fucking Mustang or something, throwing a can out their window. And I was like, well, is this 1992? Different. Right. <laughs> that's no, like that's, <laughs> people used to just throw like fast food containers. out oh, the yeah. window. And no, I just mean, you know, the, littering and being respectful of a community that's what i meant what i you- fucking hate littering i fucking yeah hate it. so anyway so the sentiment i agree <laughs> with but the whole situation was fucked either either way but anyway yeah that that segues into what happened to me because i year. um huh
0: <laughs> happy new year yeah <laughs> just yeah. like anyways go ahead yes the sentiment or yes <sighs> segueing.
1: so um I recently lost my dog. It's my sister's dog, but I took care of the dog, too. And for the last year, she was mine. You know, we're recording this on Monday. I lost her on Saturday. So I'm dealing with that. And, you know, it's horrible. But um, yesterday I spent the whole day. Cleaning the house of all her fur because she had white fur and it went everywhere. And I just see her everywhere on every chair, on every blanket, on all of my clothing, whether I wore it or not. You know, if it's like hanging there, it's going to. So anyway, I'm just like, like frantically vacuuming the chairs and the, you know, just like trying to clean everything up. And so today I was like, I'm going to get the car. Uh, fully like in the inside of the car fully because you can imagine all the fur that's been in there. She's in and out of the car, especially in the last week. She's been in and out of it a lot. So um, so I went to get it detailed and I think I got bamboozled because I'm not even going to say how much I paid, but I was like, yeah, you're right. I need that. Um, But it was (laughs) a nice local, you know, family owned that my sister goes to. So it's like a trusted good place. I was like, take the money, just get all the fur, you know, whatever. And I was like, so how long is it going to take? Like about an hour? And she's like, oh, no, three to four. And I was like three to four hours. No, I cancel. And she's like, "Okay, okay, I could do it in one to two. I was like, why wouldn't you say that first? And even that's long. But one of my dad's favorite bars in the neighborhood was across the street. So I was like, all right, I could do two hours. I'll go get a Bloody Mary. And I brought my book. So I was just like, all right, whatever. Just, you know, fucking do it. So I walk into the bar. And meanwhile, I'm texting, you know, my sister like, hey, I I mean, the Lord works in mysterious ways. I, I have to drink a couple Bloody Marys right now. So do you want to meet me? Um, so anyway, she was going to come meet me. So um, I walk into the bar and it's 10, 30 in the morning. It's early. I walk in and there's like a group of three dudes playing pool and just being real rowdy and whatever. And I was like, well, whatever, I, I can stay away from them. And, and then it was just me. So I went and sat at the bar and I recognized the bartender from the time I'd been there before. She was awesome. So I was like, hey, can I take my drink outside? You know, cause there was outside seating and then, you know, with COVID, it just didn't feel yeah. comfortable. And she was like, Oh yeah, for sure. So it ended up being perfect. I was sitting outside enjoying the sun with my Bloody Mary, you know, whatever in my book. But while I was in there, like the dudes were annoying, like they were loud. And one of them kept yee-hawing after he took a shot. And I was just like, Oh my God, these fucking guys are so obnoxious. And they were playing country music. So I made... Tons of assumptions, you know, like, okay, I know this bro. I know these kind of bros, you know, and I want out. So I was texting. I even texted my sister. Like there's some annoying guys here, but I'm going to sit outside. So it's fine. So I'm sitting outside waiting for my sister to come reading my book. And one of the guys comes out and he was like, Hey, Hey, I hope we didn't offend you. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, this is our neighborhood bar. You know, we cut, we like live at this bar. And we, we don't ever want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Aww. This dude was like tats, tats on his fingers everywhere. Just like skinny white, tall white dude with tat, tatted up and wearing a flannel. You know what I mean? Just a certain type of guy. And I was like, oh, no, I you didn't offend me at all. I just wanted to sit outside. And he was like, oh, he's like, because it seemed like, you know, maybe we made you upset by the look on, on your face. And I was Aww. like, if I was like, I'm just going to be honest with you. I just lost my dog. So I'm just like not feeling good, but. You know, so I'm going to have a drink and just kind of read my book and whatever. And he started tearing up (laughs) and telling me, I've had a dog my whole life. I've had this dog and my pit bull. And he starts talking about all his dogs. And then he's showing me pictures. And then I start showing him pictures of Bailey (laughs) crying about our dogs together. And he was like, you know. Have to fill that void. Get another one. Just do it. You're. I could tell you're a good dog parent. They, a lot of dogs need a home, <laughs> so we're totally bonding. He, it, he ends up. He's from Texas. Like we get into each other's lives a little bit. So, um, so yeah. That I was just like, wow. I fully, even though in my head, I they did kind of annoy me, and that's why I went outside. It was it was just crazy. He came out and was just like super genuine with me. And oh, and he was saying. And you know what? You should adopt adopt a black dog. But we don't have the time to talk about the systemic racism with black pets. <laughs> <laughs> and just he married like telling and- you. Well, he mentioned a girl, his girlfriend <laughs> has a chihuahua mix. So when I <laughs> showed girlfriend. Bailey, he was like, oh, that looks like a mi- blend between my girlfriend's dog and this other dog anyway. And then my sister comes and so he's going to his truck. He's leaving. And then my sister comes and one of his friends told the bartender to bring out drink ticket drink tickets he was buying us our next round my sister and I and then when I walk in there to leave you know I'm going to the bathroom and I'm going to come out the two guys the other guys that were at the table came up to me and started talking about their dog so I know he texted them like hey she lost her dog and that's why they bought us around and then they were showing me pictures of their dogs and I was just like these guys are beautiful (laughs) I mean, they were just like kind of rowdy at 10 a.m. at the bar. But, you know, I totally made these assumptions. I knew exactly what kind of dudes they were. And and they ended up being, you know, I mean, I don't know that I'd be best friends with them, but they were really sweet. And and for the record, every time I've gone to this bar, we've gotten a, fr- a round paid for us. Like, it's the wow. best bar. I have to take you guys there. How come we didn't there. go there? I know. Well, <laughs> the hotel wasn't near this part of town, but yeah. So and anyway, the, that's that what assumptions story. are.
0: I needed that It was story.
1: sweet. It was sweet. <laughs> and they were like, like I told you, he looked just tall, skinny white guy, but the other two guys were like vatos, like big, tall, big, like Mexican dudes with like mustaches and tats, and like, but dogs, dogs are the uniting, you know, the uniting force.
0: <laughs> I totally agree with that.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. And I was yeah, I just was blown blown away because I yeah, it was nice.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. that's some good juju.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we both got the same lesson. Yours was a little more brutal, <laughs> brutally taught to you. But we both learned the same lesson within a week of each other. So.
0: I would like a softer lesson. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> that <laughs> yours for the future.
1: Yours was real aggressive. <laughs> Ooh. no, I I, f- I. feel I could just because I, I know you. I've seen you in other situations and I'm just like oh, I can only imagine how you were feeling. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. It's just, I just, you don't I'm... and you don't you think later, what should I have said? You know, later you keep going back to that moment and like, you know, replaying it.
0: Yeah. And then, well, yeah, if, whatever. It's just funny because Jeff kept looking for a West Falia van while we're in J- Joshua tree the rest of the time. I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's we got going to let it go, man. We're going to let it go. We have lessons learned and that guy needs therapy. Um, mm-hmm.
1: so, and
0: also, you're learning more lessons. I, Are you at
1: school? I, I think school of I, hard knocks. I think that, yeah, I just need to nip this black cloud that's following me. But anyway, I, I went to um, a funeral a few days ago before the dog died. <laughs> and um, a young man, 20 years old, um, committed suicide. And, you know, one of those people that everybody loved, very charismatic, very loved by family, real close family. You know, it's hard to like point a finger or try to figure out why. I don't think there's any answer to that when something like that happens. But um, what I wanted to say about it was the funeral was so beautiful. It was, um, as you can imagine, his parents who I've known my whole life, it's my brother-in-law's cousin. I, I I grew up with with her, but um, you can imagine they couldn't function. Like they could barely talk. You know, waking up is like wow. I, I put change clothes. You know, his friends planned the entire funeral. They didn't do one thing. They set up a GoFundMe. They raised. They were looking for twenty five, and the last time I checked, they had thirty three thousand over thirty three thousand. Um. Took that money, paid for the funeral, got all this stuff made photos, the flowers. They made these bracelets. His name was Dominic with Dom on them, all different color, you know, um, catered, like just really beautiful. And two of his best friends spoke. And it was just, they're just the most eloquent. I mean, these are 20 year old men, you know, young boys, mm-hmm. just being so eloquent. They were all in theater and, and artists of some sort as well. So maybe, you know, they're, they're good at, performing or speaking in front of a crowd, but, um, the, the most magical part of it was after we ate all of his friends, uh, just had time to just tell stories so they would go up to the mic and tell stories about him just hilarious we're just laughing the whole time like this one guy said when he started high school he was a freshman and Dominic was a sophomore and he, Dominic was real tall and could be you know intimidating especially to a freshman or whatever and he said he didn't know what to expect as he approached him because he was so tall and you know filled the room and he said he took his hand and started spinning him and said, "Welcome to high school," and started dancing with him. These like, real cute stories of just him really connecting with people, and a, a reoccurring theme that these kids, twenty year olds, were saying was that like he made them feel seen. He made them. He inspired them to pursue their creativity. You know, to keep pushing, to have goals. And um, I just, I don't remember having thoughts like that when I was 20. I mean, I'm being so serious. Like just, he made me feel seen, you know, something like that. I I, wow. um, I was just blown away and it really made gave me a lot of hope in our youth um, because they can be so in, um, introspective. What's the word? Yeah, sure. Looking or, at words. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or even just reflecting like that on such a deep level uh, it was uh, so they spoke for almost 2 hours he just had oh. people were telling multiple stories and um yeah it was really it was really special i mean it was horrible but a beautiful celebration of him you know and it and then it puts in perspective because my dad's birthday was the following day it just and my my dog the dog was turning 19 this year you know they lived like they lived <laughs> Seriously beautiful lives, but you know, Dominic was gone at 20, yeah, you know, so it just puts perspective on everything, and um, and also, uh, I just wanted to say another thing that I was thinking was, um, you know, we are our worst critics, and nobody thinks of you the way that you think of yourself, you know, like whatever's going on in your head, that's not how anyone else sees you, like, it's guaranteed. You know, and if they do see you that way, then they don't know the real you. So that was because, I mean, if if he even understood how much he was loved and and Mm -hmm. how these kids thought looked up to him and used him as inspiration, if he could even feel that at all, he wouldn't this wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? It's just like what we tell ourselves in our head is more powerful than anything else. So, Mm -hmm. Just those horrible things that you think about yourself, you're the only one that thinks it that deeply. You know? mm-hmm. So just remember that when you go to that dark place. Well, I don't really know what to segue from your sure. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. That might be a... wah. wah. <laughs> no, but I'm trying to make a positive of, you know. I, well, I was going to say a that. A learning
0: lesson. I don't know. More lessons positive. learned. This is, that's the title of this bitch talk episode. Lessons learned 2022. <laughs> um, no, that just reminded me of another RIP want, want besides Betty white was Bob Saget who were just coming off of that. 24 hours ago. We found out about 24 hours ago, we found out he died and, All of a sudden, like just on social media, you just see nothing but positive stuff about him. Nothing but positive Mm -hmm. stuff. Everyone had something good to say about him. And I was like, I just, I know people say this all the time, but I was really thinking about it for Bob Sagan. I'm like, why don't we just talk about people like this in general? Like, just tell all the good stuff that they, who they are and what they do. And why Mm -hmm. is it always so hidden until you die. Right. (laughs) And they're like, here's all the good stuff they did. And you're like, wow, he seemed like a rad dude. Like we should have had him on bitch talk. Like
1: All the stories, yeah, all the stories that nobody ever told before. Yeah, we did that once, my friends and I. We were all single. It was Valentine's Day, and my nephew was with us as well, but he was always around. And we were all, you know, drinking. We made dinner. There was like four or five of us, and um, we sat around the fire in the backyard, and we made like a, a love circle, like what we love about each other. And we just went around, and we kept telling each other things like that. And you know, we're all drunk and loving. It was awesome, and that's the only time I've ever done it. So. Maybe we should. Yeah, can I say two things? Because that just reminded me of something. So, <laughs>
0: I just the day that Bailey died on Saturday, I was in an all-day virtual retreat for hustle and play, and so I'm in a group oh. of m- a lot of women. Some I know, some I don't. I was already in a funky headspace because I, you know, I have a friend that's moving in like two weeks far away. And I'm sad about that. And then I'm texting with Ange about Bailey. And like during our first five minute break is when you text me, they're putting Bailey down. And so I come back to Zoom and I'm like, uh, and then I'm being put into like Zoom rooms with people I don't know. And I'm like, uh, I'm just letting you know that I'm trying to text with my friend. <laughs> and she's putting her dog. Down. Oh. And I we love her too. And I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I was a total mess in this retreat. I'm sure people I'm are so like, sorry. You need help. I'm, I'm surprised so no one has reached out and been like, Are you okay? You seemed a little like you were crying in every mm. Zoom thing. was like, Yeah, I was. <laughs> but this one woman mentioned um for her birthday this last year. And I I'm gonna venture to say she's probably in her fifties. I'll say that. She's like, I had people for my birthday. It's called three words. And so each person for your birthday describes you in three words. And I was like, that is beautiful. (laughs) Oh, that's so
1: hard. What would I pick for you?
0: But it's too, no, but it's to your point of no one, you don't talk about each other in that way until, you know, it's fucking terrible, but let's do it while we're alive. And she was like, mm-hmm. it was the best gift I ever gave myself. And anyone mm-hmm. has ever given me were three words to describe. And and you don't know how people see you until they pick three words. Right. So if anyone wants to take that and run with it, do it. Three. I kind of want to do that for like every friend of mine this year.
1: I think, yeah, three words. I, I also like when they do like everybody just tell one story, one story that we have together that, that I'm scared. What you would mind. tell
0: <laughs> I you're banned from that.
1: I, well, that's where the no filter comes in. I've told all of them on bitch talk. I'm pretty mm. sure
0: I have a new one for the new year, but I'm <laughs> Oh, actually
1: no, it. I have one. I have one that I have not told on bitch talk. I'm pretty sure from keg I, ball.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I did that at the beginning. I did that last week, too. <gasps> Um, Outside, cake ball. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> happy New Year. Wait, yes. y- you 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 can save for the bathroom. No, <laughs> just <laughs> okay, move on. Okay, Welcome so. to twenty twenty two, everybody.
1: Twenty twenty poo. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Shara, you have anything? I can't.
2: <laughs> no, I got nothing. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: nothing. That- Nothing that doesn't seem like it's be recycled from 2020 or 2021. Right. God, here we are. Here we are.
0: Oh,
1: well, Um, I do have. Oh, we should do a moment of pleasure. Oh, all right. Well,
0: then, is that what you're going to talk about?
1: Yeah. I was like, oh, I was going to say something and I was like, oh, I should save that for my moment of pleasure. Well, let's do moment of pleasure. Okay. Well, my
0: motherfucker out.
1: Yeah. Mine (laughs) is um, so. In the nineties, there was this, uh, clothing line called cross colors and anyone that was alive then, you know, if you're watching in living color, especially, or yo MTV raps <laughs> very much aging myself right now, uh, they were always wearing cross colors and it was all colorful and like cool as shit. And like, I always wanted to own something from cross colors, but obviously that was not going to happen with my parents on balling on a budget. I mean, we went shopping at Fedco, which is the equivalent of like what Target would be today, but not as nice. So that's where we got everything. Our shoes, our clothes, our supply, school supplies. Like we didn't go to the mall to go clothing, shopping, you know, that just never happened. So um, anyway, I always like liked cross colors and I thought it was cool, but I can never afford it. Anyway, fast forward uh, 20... <laughs> five years later. And uh, we, I went to my friend's 40th birthday party. She turned 40 on December 28th and she's the last of my high school posse. There's like six of us or seven of us that are still real tight. Uh, She's the last of us to turn 40. And, you know, we're like, look, we're all triple Vax. Like, fuck it. Let's just get together. And it could kind of be all of our celebrations on a minor scale. We want to do something bigger later. So we all went and my, my one friend, we call her Poppy. She's always we call it poppy couture because she always is just dressed so fly, like nothing that anyone else ever wears. And uh, and she pulls it off. So anyway, she walked in in this cross colors, Tupac sweatshirt set sweatsuit and then this like fur thing over it with a matching fur hat. <laughs> anyway, so I was calling her Lady P, Queen of Zamunda, like uh, from. Uh, coming to America. And so anyway, I was like, man, that Tupac sweatsuit though, that's like, that's the shit. And she's like, it's cross colors. And I was like, (gasps) Cross Colors is still around. I didn't even know they still made shit, you know, but I was like, I really want to go to Cross Colors. And then my other friend, she was like, Mito has wanted Cross Colors. And I was like, I'm getting it. I don't give a fuck how much it is. And we're going to the Tupac exhibit, which is opening in oh, L.A. at the good. end of January. We're going in February. And I was like, Poppy, I could wear that. We could wear it. We could be matching for the Tupac exhibit. So anyway, sorry, it's a long moment of pleasure, but I was just like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I'm buying that shit. So I bought it and I went to pick it up at Nordstrom Rack like two days later. And uh, Christmas Day or New Year's Day, it was the first thing I wore in the year, this year. <laughs> and I felt good. It was like cross colors. It was a s- sweatsuit combo. It had Tupac on it. It was just like. I finally made it. Nothing else matters.
0: <laughs> Nothing else matters.
1: Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it made me just, I was very, very happy. <laughs> Aw. Good one, Ange. Thanks. I got a left eye sweater, too. I was like, i bet buy you did. everything. So anyway, yeah. So that was my. You're moment. starting your collection. I'm going to be cross color only. Like, that's yeah, all I'm going to wear from here on out.
0: <laughs> good. Get them to sponsor us. Shar, do you have a
2: moment of pleasure? I'll just make it simple with um it's good to see you guys and kind of feel like we're getting back into it even though it's kind of jarring a little bit you know it's but yeah it's like it has been a little like not realizing that it's been you know three weeks since the three of us have actually kind of you know we always our our, our, our three-way text is and sometimes including jeff kind of you know keeps us going and you don't realize how long but then us doing a actual uh zoom call and connecting you know after almost a month is uh is comforting so
1: hmm. uh, even i'm glad you feel that way yeah wah-wah. Wah-wah. Even, even though we're want am yeah you'll feel that way but hey that's life shit
2: i mean i mean that's i guess the real it is it's like what? it's like uh you know is it a comfort food it's like you know us doing bitch talk is just kind of what we've mm. always said it's kind of how we've always kind of gotten through the last two years you know mm-hmm. is oh well at least we can jump on a zoom call and you know be <laughs> stupid <laughs> and and, 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 re- and release it for the world to listen to. <laughs> yeah
1: whether they like it or not well definitely angela to be pecked is to hear it Yeah.
0: She always makes a comment on Twitter. She always hears it. Love you. <laughs> Love you, Angela, up in Canada. Share your want, wah with us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Share the worst week of your life in 2022. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's
2: only been one week.
1: <laughs> uh, ten, day, uh, ten days uh, in, everybody. Well, I, well I, caught up days. With, I caught up with Aaron on the 7th. And even then, when it, and then and then, what happened the next day? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now? What and is then, happening?" And then three days later, more happened. <laughs> but it's like it's part of life. Like I said, look for the lessons; they're there. Hey,
0: Bailey was there for you in your hardest year as an oh adult. yeah, yeah. So
1: she Probably did her all job. All of my hardest years as an adult, especially this last one, yeah.
0: Sure. Comfort.
1: Yeah. Like she puts the comfort in comfort. And
0: I, I told your <laughs> sister, I was like, she always brought the sass to our apartment and like Koki and Will bowed down to her. So mm-hmm. always queen B. although yep. Cokie would always take her bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, always. I love that. She didn't care, though. She didn't. Care no, she didn't that. care about. That. She wasn't territorial about the bed. No. As no. long as there's an air of respect, everything else is good. Yeah, no, she was great.
0: <laughs> um, I guess uh, I think my moment of pleasure that came up was getting out into nature a little bit more and for the first time going to the Marin Headlands, by the way. Never been up there before in my life. I oh,
1: understand that. I you know. go everywhere too.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So
1: that uh, we went up you. there
0: last Friday. I think we went up after I talked to you. I'm like, we need to get out of the house. <laughs> But also the whole week was just, I was like, we need to get out of here. So um yeah, it was beautiful up there. I highly encourage if you can get out and see some nature, it's healing. Um anyways, hopefully 2022 is on the uptake. <laughs> it's a slow roller coaster climb mm-hmm. to the top this year. But uh I'm so happy to see y'all too. And I do think we deserve that break though. It was it was needed, we needed to recharge our batteries.
1: Yeah, we've I been
0: going. We yeah. have been going <laughs> hardcore. So, and we're just going to be going right into Sundance too in a couple of weeks, and Slam Dance. So, um, y'all hold tight. We will be here, and we appreciate you. And uh, happy twenty twenty two.
1: If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to
0: podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com.
1: This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Erin Lim. My
0: co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party.
1: The show is edited
0: by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.